Hallelujah. Sometimes it's tough to express the love of God. That's what he did. Through the situation, um, God had already told him what to do. Think about that. God had already told him what to do. And as he did it, even though the, the guy had other plans, he, fo- he followed through with what God told him to do. And show the love of God. Sometimes showing the love of God is uh, a smile. Let me tell you, people, people want, to, want us to react in a way that it tests our Christianity. When they ask Jesus, are you the Christ? He ain't going to deny himself. When God tells us to do something, and we do it, no matter the consequences in between. This is not the message, but I'm going to share what he just laid on my heart. We, we, we show them God's love and show them they're not, the devil's not going to get to us. Because the fact is, there is a source behind every person. It's either the Holy Spirit leading or the, the enemy leading. The enemy was leading that guy to take that gas. The Holy Spirit was leading the gentleman to bless, to bless, to bless. He could have forfeited that blessing by getting upset with him and saying, you know, good sucker. Beat him up. How dare... No, 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 no. He chose to take that blessing even though the enemy tried to steal from him. The enemy tried to steal from him by using man. But he chose to love, love thy enemy. Because that man had actually become an enemy without this guy knowing about it. But as he chose to say, I'm going to love you. I'm going to show it to you. I may not say it, but I'm going to show it to you. You stole from me, but I'm going to love you. I'm going to bless you. Guess what? He already blessed him. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will have us bless someone before we realize that that person stole from us. Reason why? He wants to bless them before they steal. They want them to, he wants to convict them saying, they blessed you. Now, what are you going to do about it? Amen? Hallelujah. How, how many has had an attack? This year, at least this year. Everyone. 
Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit has a word. He's given me a word that has to do with the attacks that we've been going through. Not just us, but others. Amen? The Holy Spirit knows what attack is going to happen. Again, the man that stole from the one that blessed him was actually spiritually attacking him. Amen? And as he was spiritually attacking him, even though the man didn't realize it. He thought he was just getting his ego, getting his... Getting his uh, Getting his um, stuff. Amen? See, when we, when we realize the source of the attack, amen, we realize the attack is because who we are in Christ. Amen? This, this morning I want to share with you, when you've done all you know to do to stand. When all you know to do to stand. This is an encouragement to stand. When we've gone through stuff, we just don't, we're like, Lord, help, help me. Well, the fact is, he is. Some people say, and we heard this on um, God's Not Dead too, and, and it's it's actually stuck with me on when people um, say, "Why is God quiet? Why is God quiet?" And one of the actors on there, the characters, his part was. You're a teacher. The, the, the lady was a te- was a, is a teacher on there. And so you should know this. Anytime there's a test, the teacher's quiet. Anytime there's a test, the teacher's quiet. God knows you're going to overcome. The fact is, will we overcome? Amen? Are we going to rely on Him when this test is taking place? Are we going to rely on Him or are we going to just bail out? Someone call it, some people call it cop out. I'm done with this. Amen? If you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Ephesians 6, verse 10. And how many has felt like they've stood a lot? They just stood. And they stood and they stood and they stood and they stood. 
But God's not saying anything but to stand. Because sometimes, as, well, not sometimes, as we stand, as He tells us to stand, He's getting ready to do something. But the fact is, He don't want you in His way. There's times that when we get so impatient, we start just, oh, God, I want to take care of this. I, I'm, I'm being, a, no. When He says to stand, He's getting ready to move. But what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we don't block Him from blessing us. Amen? When we've done, when we stood, we make a declaration, Father, I'm going to stand until you say to move. When a, when a soldier on the battleground, getting ready to fight, that soldier does not move until they say, move. Because if they move, the enemies already got, they got that ready for them for any movement. They're looking for any movement. And if they move, boom. If we move without God saying move, the enemies got us. What is Hebrew, uh, Psalms 91? He that dwelleth in the secret place. When we stand, we're in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. As we stay there. As He says, stay there. We need to quit, as the body of Christ, we need to quit trying to outthink God. What is God trying to do? What's really God? Let Him, well, let him reveal it to us. If He hasn't said anything to us, then we're not supposed to know yet. Because we're supposed to stand. Verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong. In the Lord. Okay, let me let me stop right there just for a moment. He says to be strong in the Lord. When we're in a fight, we're not to fight in our own strength. That's why a lot of people get defeated because they tried to, to, to do it on their own. Oh, I can handle this. No, you cannot. You just spoke. They just spoke what the enemy wanted them to speak. Oh, I can handle this. No. <laughs> no. Amen? The thought comes, oh, I can, I can take care of this. I'm a child of God. Well, you know what? When we get too haughty, that's when the enemy jumps in. Amen? Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. The Amplified Version says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with Him, why we need to get a strong union with Him. Spend time with Him. Know Him. That way when He says to move, we move. When He says to stop, we stop. Sometimes when you're not sure and you think He's saying don't do it, it's best not to do it. Because He'll honor us. Amen? Draw your strength from Him, that strength which His boundless might provides. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And Amplified says, put on the whole armor of God, the whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier, which God supplied that you may be able successfully to stand against all the strategies, all the strategies, all the strategies, all the strategies. 
he's got planned against you. All the plans the enemy has against you. Amen? And the deceits of the devil. He will deceive. We see that daily deceits. Amen? New Living Translation. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm. Stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Even though it seemed like there's a uh, rushing mighty wind hitting us, we can stand. You say, you're going like this, I choose to stand. I stand on the Word of God. I choose to stand when I stand. That means when I speak it, I will stand. I strengthen myself. I say I will stand. Amen. Even though we feel like something, he's hitting us, hitting us, hitting us, hitting us. I choose to stand on the Word of God. I shall not be moved. Sometimes we've got to convince ourselves, I, me, Rusty, will, shall not be moved. No matter what the situation rises, I abide in the, in the shelter of the Most High. I, I overcome already because I stand. I stand. You say, I, I feel like I've been pushed around. Bless God, I stand. I stand. A lot of people lose their victory when it's almost on the, when they're on edge. I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't do this no more. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. That's what the enemy wants us to think. He knows. He knows. This is what he's ministering before, just before the victory. The enemy attacks. Is what he's trying to do is keep us from our victory. He's trying to keep us from our blessing. He's trying to keep us from it. How many has experienced that? Trying to keep you. I'm not saying, oh, I failed. No, trying to keep you from your... You know your blessing is getting ready to take place and all of a sudden, like a semi runs right into you to stop you spiritually. Amen? You put on the, put all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. You think it's, people think it's impossible. It's not impossible. You say, we need to confess, it is possible. I believe it is possible. The enemy is attacking, but it is possible that I can stand. I will not be moved. The situation looks like it's going to move me, but I'm not going to be moved. I walk by faith and not by sight. This, this situation is a deception. It's trying to convince me to move, and I will not move. Amen? Verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. One thing we need to understand is the body of Christ and all of the body of Christ in every church. If you got a strong fellowship, if you got a strong fellowship and we've got a strong fellowship, amen, 
the enemy will not will not be able to defeat you on the outside. Amen. He will attack from the inside. Because when you got a strong tower, when you got a strong people, he knows that shield is up. And there's nothing that's going to penetrate it. So what does he do? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's telling us. If we get something against each other, get straightened out. You know, the Bible says if brother offends you, go to him. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me explain something what he showed me. When a brother or sister offends us, we can go to him if we feel the necessity to do it. But here's the one thing we need to do. I encourage us all. Pray about it. Pray about it. Everything that we do to correct something needs to be prayed about. And if the Holy Spirit says, go talk to Him, you go talk to Him. But be led by the Holy Spirit to go talk to Him. Because if I go talk to my sister and I'm mad, I'm going to say something probably to her. Seriously. I'll be in the flesh. I'm going to say something to her that we both don't like. And I'm going to be out of the will of God. And more likely, I'm going to cause her, not make her, cause her to get out of the will of God. Because her flesh, the enemy, uses the flesh. Our words. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So if we work together, we don't allow the enemy to have his way. We pray. So-and-so upset me. I pray about it. I pray about it. And he might just say, pray that they change. Pray for their heart. I'm not saying what the Scripture says is wrong. No. But as we do, as the Scripture says, Jesus said, I only do what my Father says. I, I, what I see my father do. I only say what my father says. Brothers and sisters, that counts to us too. Because we're supposed to be just like Jesus. We're supposed to carry out the word that he, he said, go ye into all the world. He gave us that. I'm not saying you go around and say, hey, I'm Jesus. No, no. We're a representative of Him. So, if, if He said we can do it, we can do it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Sometimes, all we can do is go to our brother and sister and just smile. Exactly. And, and you know, it's hard. The flesh wants to just take care of business. Make them an offer you can't refute, you know. But as we do, and I'm not going to say it's easy, brothers, sisters. It's not easy doing it because we deal with our flesh. And when we do with our, deal with our flesh, right then and there, we've got to get our flesh under control. That's why we pray about it. I wrote a devotion here a while back. So what is our response? When something happens to us, what is our response? 
The enemy wants our response. And a lot of times our response is going to be fleshly. Amen? Because he's going to use anyone around us to get to us. So, as we take the scripture and say, if my brothers and sisters upset me, I forgive them. If we need to talk about it, we'll talk about it. We'll allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and, and, and take care of the situation. But first and foremost, we pray about it. And again, if the Holy Spirit says, go talk to Him. Okay? And He's liable to say, you upset me, but I forgive you. And walk away. Now, sometimes we say, will you forgive us when we know we haven't done anything wrong? Say, why would you do that? Because you're telling that person, whether I did or not, I, I, I apologize to you. Because in their eyes, you, you offended them. In your eyes, you know you didn't, but say, I apologize. Please forgive me. We are to keep the peace with our brothers and sisters. We are to keep the peace and the unity. Because, again, this is where he attacks from the inside. It, he uses each other. I'm not saying we're going to be in agreement every time we turn around, but that don't mean we don't come to an understanding. Amen? We can agree to disagree. Amen? And a lot of times, when we do that, the Holy Spirit says, this is what I wanted. This is what I want. I, I needed, needed you to be in agreement. You guys to get back into agreement because there's an attack getting ready to happen. And, and when the attack comes, we would go and be opened, be tore down. Because if He knows you're strong, he knows you're strong. He's going to use what he can to get you weakened. He's going. To, one thing I learned over the past, even last year when my dad was in the hospital, and even back when you know Sister Barbara's still with us. One thing that we learned is that the enemy will try to wear at you. He will try to weaken you. He will try so hard that where you don't want to stand no more. Sister Barb stood. She stood. But her agreement with her and God, she's in a better place. She's waiting on us. Like, get this job done so you can get up here with us. Amen? But as we stand... We stand strong. It's not easy, but it's possible. Amen? When we, whenever my dad was in the hospital, it's like, we stood. We stood because we knew the Word of God was going to manifest. It don't matter what the doctors report. Thank God for doctors. Don't get me wrong. That we get a doctor's report, then we know where to pray. Okay, the doctor's report says this. 
they're paid to tell us to let us know what's going on. They they're, they're trained to say this is what's taking place. Say okay, not okay that I receive it, but okay that I know what to pray. Now our responsibility, and I've shared this before, our responsibility is to attack that area of prayer, where to pray. Amen. Okay. I'll be, God, I'll be cautious. I don't get ahead of him. Verse 13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Verse 13 and 14 is an actual primary scripture as we look at this. Again, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying it's possible. He's saying it's possible. But for take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. The Amplified Version says in 13 and 14, therefore put on the whole, the, put on the, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all that, done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. Verse 14, stand therefore, hold your ground. Hold your ground. I don't care the situation. I don't matter the situation. We stand our ground. Because what we're doing is we're going to prove that we believe God. Amen? Sometimes we got to prove to ourselves that we believe God. How many has heard that I'm going to go on a, out on a limb right here? I'm going to risk it all? Is that because a lot of people do risk it all? When you stand for God, they risk life. Amen? But as we go and we stand on that, on that limb, we say, I'm out of my comfort zone. <laughs> God wants us to get us out of our comfort zone. Amen? He might be ministering something to you to minister to somebody else and it's out of your comfort zone. But when we get out of our comfort zone, He's going to be able to bless somebody. He's going to be able to save somebody. If you've been asked to do something, like pastors ask you to do something, I encourage you. Pray about it. Do it. I'm not saying you're going to jump out into the water. But as Jesus said, I only do as I see my Father do. That don't mean he didn't jump when he wanted to. He didn't say when he wanted to. He only did like when he went into the temple. First day he went in the temple. They were doing the money change and all this stuff. He didn't do a thing. But the next day he did. Why? Because God didn't tell him to do anything. He seen what was going on. Did he like it? No. Did God like it? No. But God didn't say to do anything. 
When we stand, He says, stand. Okay. I'm standing. You're in a test. The teacher's quiet. You're in a hospital. You're not hearing a word. It's ours. You don't hear a word. Then all of a sudden the doctor comes out. You stand. Again, we don't allow, we get the report. Okay. Fear tries to rise up. But where fear is, faith is not. When we stand, we stand in faith. Amen. We can't allow ourselves to allow the enemy to see us in distress. Amen. We stand. We, we, we're just standing there. And when the doctor leaves, now if it's a godly doctor, which there's plenty of godly doctors, okay. And God says, take authority over that situation right now. Why? Did not Jesus put people out of rooms that didn't believe? Amen? Because if you have, if you're dealing with a situation, you want someone that believes. You want someone that's going to stand with you. Because the enemy is doing whatever he can to knock you around, knock you down by a bad report. But you say, in Jesus' name, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace. Our peace. I can stand here because I have the peace of God. The chastisement of our peace is upon me, was upon Him and by His stripes. We were healed. We are healed. Amen? I encourage us all. Is this, a lot of times it's easier said than done. When something rises up, when you hear something, fear, fear will come. <laughs> he said, I, I like what um, Kelly Copeland said. Her daughter was in a bad situation, medical, in the hospital. And it was, medical term of it, I don't recall what it was, but it was where people die of. She walks out, and her sister Terry, and she said, what's wrong, Kelly? She says, I refuse to fear. Fear left. Her daughter's alive and well and in the ministry. When we stand, we must, I'm going to say that we must refuse to fear. His fear has torment. If fear tries to come up, you have the authority to say, Fear, leave in the name of Jesus. I refuse to fear. I refuse to doubt. Amen? I refuse. We can say it. You say, it don't feel like you're doing it. I refuse to fear. I refuse to receive this doctor's report. Yes, that's given to us, but I refuse. Someone says, well, are you sick? No, 
Well, you got the symptoms. Well, I tell them it's, it's trying to come upon me. People say, well, you're lying. No, you're not. Whatever I say that come out of my mouth is what I receive. If, a situ- if the situation looks like it's bad, and I say, no, I'm healed. Once again, I've said this before, the facts are the report. The truth is the Word of God. The truth always overcomes the facts. Amen? So if we speak the Word of God, we chose to allow the truth to overcome the fact. You say, it might, t- it might take a month. Just keep on believing. When you go back to the doc- doctrine, they say there's nothing there. That's because you allowed the truth to overcome the fact. Amen? You chose to just stand on the Word of God. Amen? No matter the situation... Stand therefore, hold your ground, and having tightened the belt of truth around your loins, having put on the breastplate of righteous, of integrity and of moral rectitude, and right standing with God. Now, at times, Pastor will send us about uh, checking our armor. And as I was directed by the Holy Spirit, and if the Holy Spirit tells you this, I, rec- I highly recommend you do that. He told me to check it daily. Go through it. A lot of times when I get up in the morning, I grab my phone, read through the Scriptures I read, and when I get there, I start going through the armor. Loins. Breastplate. Shield. I check. I check. I do the check. Make sure. Do you have to? What the Holy Spirit says to do is a good idea to do it. But I'm not saying, let's say the Lord, you go and check your armor every day. No. But I felt impressed of checking it daily. Making sure. Because you know what? The devil never never rests. 24-7, our time. <laughs> He's out to get, to get whoever. A few weeks ago, before service, And this, this hadn't actually happened in quite a while. The enemy attacked me on my blood pressure. And to make a long story short, I wasn't comprehending stuff. I received a text. I was texting Sabrina and, you know, blah, blah, you know. And even pastor sent something to all of us, five of us, and I couldn't, and I couldn't comprehend it. I looked at it like, what is it saying? So I had to, I had to sit down, just kind of re- relax, and pray. And how many has ever been in a situation that it feels like the situation is getting worse? That's why you, re- why we rely on others. We rely on others to pray because I, w- when I was speaking, I was confessing. But I had to stop and think, make sure I was confessing the right thing, because I wasn't understanding what I was confessing. 
We rely on others. That's why we, we pray for others. We, 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 we're there for each other. We get along with each other. Here, anywhere. Amen? But the make along, I come to church. He because the, the thought was, am I going to have to go to the emergency room? The thought was, am I going to be able to go to church that night? Seriously. Because he was hitting. He was hitting. He was using something to hit me that I didn't realize it was. But I knew whenever it was coming on, I knew what it was. I checked my blood pressure several times and after a while she told me, she says, quit checking it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, but fear comes by seeing and also hearing. So as I was checking it, seeing those numbers go up, that was getting to me. Because I was trying to get it to go down, but what I was actually doing, I was getting, I was getting them to go up. So as I, as she said, stop checking it, so I stopped checking it. It was after six, when I finally got around going like, okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and honestly, didn't feel like it. But I came and got prayed for. Another area that he was weakening me on, there's, whenever he attacks, pastor has been, you know, as pastor has been on the trip, a lot of us, probably, not, if not all of us, have been attacked. Three of us that week had blood pressure attacks. But you know what we can do? Why? Because the devil didn't win. We stood with each other. We agreed with each other. We stand. When we've done all we know to do, we stand. We don't feel like it, we stand. We, we stand. Our focus is to stand and say what God says to say. Do what God says to do. And you say, I don't feel like you say anything, we stay. Amen. It's not easy always to stand, especially when our flesh wants to give up. Our flesh wants to give up. When the flesh, when the flesh says, you fought a good fight, it's saying, I don't want to go any further or do anything anymore. The thought that might come into our mind, and especially when we are standing in faith, that we need to make sure we do not confess. Very important. How many realize that confession is a major part of our life. Our word is a major part of our life. We make sure we do not confess. Is. I don't know how much more I can take. I don't know how much more I can take. If the thought... if, If you've ever said, if we've ever said, I'm not criticizing But when a thought comes in, that's the enemy trying to get us to quit. I don't know how much more I can take. This is what the enemy wants us to think and confess. 
The devil wants us to confess this and other confessions that puts in, that he puts in our minds so we can so he can use it to wear us down. Instead, it's, it's extremely important to confess, I am strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Ephesians 6.10 When we declare, I am strong in the Lord and the power of His might, my body is hearing, my spirit man is hearing. We receive first by the Spirit. When we speak the Word by faith, we receive it by faith. By the Spirit, we pull it out of the spirit realm into the natural realm. And that's when the manifestation. Anytime we neglect our spirit man, the feeding of the Word of God, we neglect our physical being, our physical man, the manifestation of the Word of God. It always takes place first in the spirit realm. It's already, it's already there for us. We just speak, I receive it, I take a hold of it, you say, it don't look like anything's done. I receive it. I take a hold of it. I stand until the manifestation of the Word of God. We remember, God watches over His Word to perform it. And as we speak it, it will manifest. We just continue to confess. You say, well, I've been confessing for two years. Keep on confessing it. If you believe it, confess it. I've been believing healing for two years. Keep on believing. And remember, our time zone is different than God's. Hallelujah. If we, if we speak what He puts into our mind as a thought, He can use it against us because we have given Him permission with our words. We give Him permission with our words. So if He puts them into our mind, and he will use stuff that we're used to because he can't, in a temptation, he can't tempt us with what we don't already know. He'll put stuff in our mind. But what we got to do is choose not to go by what he puts in our mind. We, we know it's negative. How many knows when you get a negative thought? How many knows that when the enemy says you can't do it, it's a lie? God says, do this. And the enemy says, you can't do that. That's a lie. He's trying to keep us from doing it. Amen. But what he's trying to do is, the devil can't make us do anything. Straight across. The devil can't make us do anything. But when we speak what he says, what he puts in our mind, we give him authority to do He's waiting on our authority to do. Or we speak the Word of God, giving the angels authority to take care of business. We have two sources that's waiting on us to speak. We have the devil, and we have the angels of God. And then the Holy Spirit. He wants, the Holy Spirit gives us what to say. The word. The enemy wants us to say, I can't, I can't do this. Well, that goes against Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Which strengthens me. So therefore, if he says, you can't do this, that means I can't. Because he will turn, he will turn the truth just enough for us to believe it. 
But the best way to do it is go to the Word and say, no, the Bible says this, you lie. You lied. The enemy will tell us stuff that will convince us. It's like, wow. He would say, so-and-so said this about you. And you hear something. What? It's true. No. Because if he can get my sister to tell me something, then he gets my other sister to say the same thing. He's trying to convince me that what he is saying is true. And what it is, is what they hear and what they hear. She, what she's hearing and what she's hearing is a lie. Now, whether or not they realize this, because sometimes we're used, the enemy uses us. <laughs> and it's like, I just made them upset. I was used as the enemy. And I repent. Amen? Now, if you've ever been in a situation, don't put yourself down. You repent and go on. Because the deceits and the schemes, we can overcome them. He's already told us the schemes and deceits of the enemy. We've got the armor of God. But what we do is, as we hear the, what's being said, say, okay, Holy Spirit, what is truth? It is very easy to respond real quick. Instead of, that don't sound like them. That don't sound like them. That don't sound like what they would say. Amen? So as he ministers to us, saying, that wasn't them, that was the enemy. Then you say, I pray, I can pray for them that they receive knowledge of what was told them. Instead of criticizing them, I can build them up by praying for them and praying for me because he was getting to my attention too. He was trying to convince me and he's almost had me convinced until I stopped and prayed about it. <laughs> like Pastor said, every comment does not require a response. We allow the Holy Spirit to say, say this, is it easy? No. I've been there. Sometimes I just, well, blah, blah, blah. And realize I just goofed up. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 15, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. When you go forth, you, you walk, you walk in peace. Wherever you go, you go in peace. Wherever the, the, your feet tread upon, you go in peace. Where I can go, I'm not afraid to go, but I'm going to go in peace. But I'm going to deliver peace, which is the Word of God. Amen? Amen? Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We pray for one another. When the Holy Spirit uh, uh, lays someone on your heart, that comes to your mind, okay, what's going on with them? Then you start praying. He said, pray for them. You start praying for them. You may never know what the situation is, but He knows that 
you're hearing Him, pray for Him. In the Amplified, in verse 18, pray at all times on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose. See, if I am keeping alert and strong purpose, even when the enemy tries to say something, I can pick it up and say, no, that's a lie. I know my brothers and sisters are, like I said, they were used to say something. I know that's not their character. Because sometimes our flesh gets in the way. Amen? And we just say something. But as we, as the Holy Spirit says, it's not them. We're being, being watchful. We're being, we're listening to the Holy Spirit saying, that ain't correct. Now, Again, we show love even to our brothers and sisters. If they drive, we just smile. We just we say something ain't right here. It's not it's not coming against them. It's just saying something ain't right here. We stop the devil in his tracks. Amen. To keep it in. Keep alert and watch with a strong purpose and perseverance interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. When we pray for others, we stand in agreement for them to be able to continue to stand and overcome. When we pray for others, we're praying that they will be able to stand. They will make the decision to stand. Well, I've got people praying for me. I better stand. When we pray for each other, what are we doing? We're expecting them to stand. Because we need them praying for us. And when we pray for each other, it's like that soldier out on the on the battleground. That soldier is down. And he sees him down, he goes down to grab his hands and lifts them up. That's what we do. When we see a brother or sister down, we go and, and pray for him, we lift him up, say it's gonna be okay. You say, well, my situation, it's going to be okay. The Word of God says it's going to be okay. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's going to be okay. My strength, He supplies my strength, so I, you're going to be okay. You are strong in the Lord and the power of His might. You are strong in the Lord and the power of His might. You say, well, I don't feel strong. I am strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Body to line up. As I've shared this before, and I like what uh, Kenneth Hagin would say. I heard him say, his body started acting up. He said, I feel good, I feel fine. Body line up. Because our bodies are designed to do what it's, we say. It's a spiritual law. If our body is acting up, we say body line up. One morning we go, I was going to work and started having this weird feeling in my hand. I told him, hand line up, body line up. After a little bit, it went away. Because we attack, when the situation comes on, we attack it with the Word of God. The enemy wants us to fall. He wants us to say, oh, 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 oh. No. I stand strong and my body is lining up with the Word of God. 
Sometimes when you can't read something or you can't understand, so you just we just pray, we just pray, even in the spirit, we just pray. Until it passes. Until that storm passes. We think we're alone, we're not alone. Sometimes you stand laying down. Amen? Sometimes you stand laying down. When David faced Goliath, he did not back down, but stood his ground. When we have a giant in, that rises up in our lives, sometimes we're thinking, how am I going to do this? But we come to understand we're not. God is. He may tell, he say go, and you go, but we rely on him. See, there's times that we think we've got to do things physically with our hands. And when he says pray, when we, when he says pray, he, when we start praying, the word of God starts coming forth. That's a seed. When we speak the Word of God, we give the Holy Spirit and the angels something to work with. We give God something to work with. And there's times that God says, speak this. And remember, remember this. When God tells us something, it's coming straight from the throne of God. He knows exactly what's getting ready to take place. And He knows that you, as long as we obey Him and do what He says, the situation's going to be just fine. But he's relying on us. At the same time, we're relying on him. You may go to work. You may be dealing with the situation. It's no surprise to God. He already knew what you was getting ready to go through. That's why when we have our armor checked and we go and do what he says to do, you say, well, we're, we're not supposed to minister at work. I'm not saying you're going to minister at work. Sometimes all a ministry is, sometimes a smile. Then they ask, why are you smiling? Why are you so happy? Then you can say, so i got God in my life. I'm happy. I have no reason to be sad. Well, don't you see what the economy is going on? I'm blessed. I'm not a part of this economy. I'm a part of God's economy. And God will see to it that we're blessed as we obey Him, do what He says to do, He will see to it that we're blessed when other people are failing. When, when, when it don't look like raises will come forth, He'll make sure that you get a raise when other people ain't getting raises. So as we're obedient and patient, See, like at my job, I was on a machine for quite a few years. And there's times that I would move out to another area and I'd come back. Like I felt, I felt like a boomerang, honestly. But here, about a month ago, I was asked by my supervisor about going to learn this other machine. And I said, actually, I've been, th- I thought about that a few weeks before that. It came to me. 
of all the times that I've tried to get to the other area, I try to get to the other, come back, they came to me. I'm not saying that's a place I'm going to stay, the area I'm going to stay forever, but as some of you know, that I've been looking at different areas. But as they come to me, say, I've been ever, and I've been over there ever since. Just letting the Holy Spirit, you know, guide me on what He wants me to do. But I've enjoyed it. I needed, I needed a break. I needed a change. And, and as I did, I enjoyed it. It was like, man, it makes going to work a lot better. Because you want to. But the steadfastness and the patient, now I'm, in July I'll be tw- there 20 years. About 90 to 95% of the time I've been on this certain area. I was ready for change. But as I let go, I'm trying to figure it out myself. As I just said, I'll do this job until you say to move. Then they come to me. I was they approached about it. And I'm at, as of right now, I'm at another position in, in the shop. I'm at another machine. And I'm enjoying it. But when we stand, even on a job, we stand until God moves us. We stand in a battle until God moves us. Because no matter of a where we're on, the spiritual battle is just a, is probably even worse than actually, and not degrading an actual war. Because a spiritual war is a life and death war. A simple cold is designed by the enemy to take us out. How about these flus? That normally, I mean, my understanding of medical field, the flus are not always deadly. Am I correct? Not, I mean, the new flus has been, but a lot of people give back, as long as they do what they're supposed to do, right? Okay. This flu is designed by the enemy to take anybody out that gets it. Amen? A cold is designed to take anybody out. Because sometimes a cold, if it's not taken care of, it can get into pneumonia, right? And what does pneumonia do? Sometimes it takes people out. And I'm, I can be as stubborn as anybody about doing what I'm supposed to do. But as I learn that God put the medical field in there for us. Now, like what Brother Todd Bailey said, lady come up to him and said something about medication. Should I take it? He said, yeah, you should take it. Why? Because that's where her faith is at. If our faith is in the medication, take the medication. Amen? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But we... As we're taking the medication, we also take the medication of the Word of God. Isaiah 53, 5, Psalms 107, 20, and on. Read those scriptures. Hear it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Or increase our faith. Amen? 
And the enemy will, will attack with something that he's used before. And when he does, you may feel a cough coming on. That's when we say, in Jesus' name, I'm healed. Well, that's a simple cough. Well, there is no simple cough. If your body is acting differently than it's supposed to, it's not a simple cough. It's not a simple symptom. It's your body's telling you, get it taken care of. Amen? But when David faced Goliath, he did not back down, but stood his ground. If you would turn me to 1 Samuel 17, verse 32. 1 Samuel 17, 32. Some people are looking for answers for what something's going on. We went to when years ago when we went to the emergency room, probably three or four years ago, whatever it was, and there's a blood pressure issue acting up. Took the test, all this, you know, all the tests they said, and the, the ER doctor actually came in and asked me, "What, what am I doing here?" And I said, "I don't know. <laughs> Supposed to be blood pressure, but said there is no signs." When you speak the Word of God, you do not have to find out what's going on. I learned that when the enemy attacks, some attacks are not medical detected. They're not medical detected. But what we do is I don't want to go to the hospital. Well, I don't want to go to the hospital at all. I don't want to go to the hospital and they say, this is what's going on. I would rather them tell me, we can't find what's going on. That tells me that as I speak the Word of God, the Word of God is manifesting. It's proven to me that as I spoke the Word of God, it's manifesting. My body may still be kind of, but the Word is working mightily in me. The Word is working mildly in you. If you have a child that you've been trying to find out what the what has been going on, let me encourage you. Stop trying to find out what's going on. Because what the enemy is trying to do is trying to confuse. Well, this is what's happened. This is our report. This is what is going on in our behalf. This is what is going on in our behalf. Amen. We don't have to have the doctor tell you, hey, you're dealing with this. No, I can't find nothing what's going on because the word of God is happening. Before you might, the child might have to, you might have symptoms or whatever, but the word of God, as I, as you're driving to the hospital, as you have people praying, you go into the hospital, the word of God is manifesting because you got people in agreement. We've got people in agreement, and as you go there, they say, we can't find nothing. Well, I don't understand. You don't, the Holy Spirit is working in that area. Amen. When we understand 
That when we read and study the Word of God, as we speak the Word of God, this is our understanding. You say, that, well, I, the, they can't find nothing. Praise God, because He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripes, we are healed. Therefore, you became healed before you got to the hospital. I do not have to hear from a doctor or a nurse practitioner. The nurse practitioner, when we went that Thursday, he said they called it a severe sinus infection. Okay? I was healed from that. I took the antibiotic. I'm healed from that. I did not have severe sinus infection. I I did not. Because I was healed. My body might have been dealing with it, but my body is not the true I. My spirit man is healed. The manifestation is was healing. You may feel symptoms, but we don't have to claim the cold. We can say, you say, the devil says, well, you, you're feeling it. Well, my body may be feeling it, but that's not the true me. I am healed. The devil wants us to say, well, I have a cold. Well, guess what? I just claimed it. And I encourage anybody. And I encourage anybody to tell other people. When you hear someone say, well, my cold, you won't hear me say that. The cold does not belong to me, therefore it's not mine. When we speak words, we speak by the Spirit. You don't see my words come out, you just hear it, right? Words are Spirit. Jesus said, I speak, my words are Spirit, and they are truth. When we say that I am, I am not sick, I'm healed, I'm rebuking sickness that's trying to come up on my body. I'm not denying that it's trying to. That's why I say, someone says, you're not feeling, always oh, trying to. But I don't give it a day saying I have it. Because if I say I have it, then that means I'm trying to Mix around my words saying, I'm healed. Well, you said you had it. What happens is we contradict ourselves. And instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to say, you're healed. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. Amen? That's where we stand. When we've done all we know to do to stand, we stand on the Word of God. Us confessing that by His stripes we are healed, that is where we Stand. Amen. Amen. Verse 32, And David said to Saul, Let let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a young youth. And he 
and he a man of war from his youth. And David said, says unto Saul, Thy servant kept thy, his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Be with thee. David spoke the end result. David spoke the end result. You may have a symptom that you're dealing with. By his stripes, I am healed. I am speaking the end result. Not the feeling result. Amen? That's what the enemy is trying to do is get us to say, oh, I feel bad. No, I am healed. Again, it's not easy, but I am healed. David spoke the end result and knew that the Lord was going to be with him as he faced his giant. Did you know when you're facing something, it's your giant? You're going up, that's your target. Sickness rises up with someone you get a report, you go after it with the Word of God. They come and say, will you be in agreement? That gave you permission to tack it head on and encourage them. You are healed. He knew the Lord would deliver the, 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 deliver the giant into his hand. The giants that rise up in our life must be taken down with the Word of God and their heads cut off with our spiritual sword, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Ephesians 6.17. We take the sword of the Spirit and speak the Word of God. Not every fight is a physical fight, but it's a spiritual fight. When you're dealing with a spiritual fight, you can't take care of it with hands. You've got to deal with the Word of God. Because when our flesh gets involved, we mess things up. But when we pray, when we do it by the Word of God, we will not mess things up. Amen? We speak the Word of God. You say, well, I feel like I need to do something. Is it our flesh? Or is it the Holy Spirit saying to do something? And a lot of times when we do in response, it's our flesh. I just like to go over and smack them upside the head. Amen? But we don't do that. Verse 40, And he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had even in a script. And his sling was in his hand and drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David and the man's and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine took, looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to, to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. 
when facing a giant sickness, lack, financial issues, or whatever the situation is, the devil will make the situation look bigger than it really is. That is why we, that is why we tell our situation that we are facing how big our God is. The only, the situation is only as big as we allow it to be. Because it's a spiritual situation. We tell our situation, our God is bigger and He will deliver me from this. Amen? Verse 44, And the Philistines said to David, Come to me and I will give thy flesh into the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistines, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Once again, David speaks with the end result. He speaks the end result to the giant... His target. He's telling that giant what he's going to do. The, the giant's like, you, you've got to be joking me. You're just like a little chihuahua to me. But he told him, this is what's going to happen. This is what we do. When symptoms come up, the Bible says, by his stripes, I am healed. My end result is by His stripes. I am healed. And guess what? You keep standing on there. You keep standing on You confess it. You start speaking it out loud. By His stripes, I am healed. By His stripes, I am healed. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of His peace. I have peace about this. By His stripes, I am healed. You might be dealing with anxieties. The peace of God which passes all understanding should keep my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. Anxieties have to go. Fear has to go. Sickness has to go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen? The end result. I am at peace. I am healed. I am blessed. Tell your situation the end result. I don't believe you situation. I believe my God. My God is the one that supplies all of my needs. My God has already defeated you. Jesus took you to the cross. He nailed it to the cross. Therefore, I am free. I am free. You say, I don't feel like I'm free. I am free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I am free. And you, you may tell, you say, he says, speak it three times. I am free. I am free. I am free. Boom. Because when the Holy Spirit says to say it so many times, or if he says, say it, he is, you're about to be free. You're about to be free. Our flesh has to line up with the Word of God. Hallelujah. So if you're dealing with any of these situations, start confessing daily. I am free. I have peace. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
This day will the Lord deliver thee in the, into my hand, and I will smite thee, and I will take thine head from thee. Not just smite thee, but I will take thy head from thee, and I will give it to the give the car, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowl of the air and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. People need to know that there is a God in the United States. There is a God in Anderson, Missouri. There is a God in Joppa, Missouri. Wherever city you're from, there is a God in that city. Amen? Verse 47, And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And He will give you into our hands. 48, And it came to pass when the Philistine rose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. The Amplified Bible says, When the Philistine came forward to meet David, David ran quickly. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew that he was trusting in God. I'm running out here against this building. I look like a crazy bum. I look crazy, but I'm running. You're going to deliver me. I believe that. It sounds crazy, but he's going to deliver me. Ran quickly to the, toward the battle line to meet the Philistine. Verse 49, And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in the forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face on the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew, and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Now, if you... if this could be really humiliating to the enemy. Are you ready for this? Verse 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. When the, the, the demonic forces sees that the enemy lost they run. When they see that you are not given in to sickness or disease or anything, they run. Because you have the Word of God. You have you stand strong on the Word of God and you say, I will not be defeated. I will not be overcame. Hallelujah. I take down that giant and cut off his head. And make them demons tremble. Make them run. Because they thought that they was going to have you. But you know what? When you stand strong in the Lord and the power of His might, you stand. When you've done all you know to do to stand, you stand. You say, I don't know what's getting ready to take place, but I stand. I believe God. I believe God that that giant's coming down. I believe that giant's coming down. I don't know how. I know God's going to do it, but I don't know how He's going to do it. But I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to take Him down. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Amen? 
David didn't have a sword, but used Goliath's sword to cut off his head. We have a sword that it has been given to us to use in any situation, any situation to face any giants that rise up against us. If you come into a situation, I highly encourage you not to say, I'm not, I don't know what to do. Because we do know what to do. We get a hold of the Word of God. And we find out. He says, pray. You pray. That's what you do. Amen. We need to, we as a body of Christ have got to quit trying to figure out what to do. When we're being led by the Holy Spirit, we've got to quit. We've got to quit trying to figure out what to do. Amen. Because when we're, when we quit trying to figure out what to do and let the Holy Spirit guide us, He's going to guide us into all truth. He's going to guide us to all truth. He's going to guide us to help people out. He's going to guide us to get our relationship mended. Amen. We have the Word of God to use at any time. We get a scripture from God's Word and read it, speak it, expect it to come to pass. I don't care if it takes a year. We read it, we speak it, we, we, we expect it to come to pass. We read it, we speak it, we, come, we expect it to come to pass. We read it, even if it takes us 20 years. When you've done all that you know to do, just stand. You stand. Because let me tell you something. When we try to get ahead of God, we mess things up. And it sets us back. He said, wait for me. Wait for me. You've been, wait, you've been believing God. You've been believing Him for something. Wait for Him. Wait for Him. We get in a hurry. We get impatient. But let me tell you something. What He has in store for us is way better than what we could ever dream of. We're trying to get a job. We're trying to get this. Wait. When we then all we know to do is stand. Stand. We'll get the best raise. We'll get the best promotion. We'll get the best. Because we are the best God has. We are blessed by the best. We get a scripture. Once again, we get a scripture from God's Word and read it, speak it, and expect it to come to pass. We activate... The Word of God when we speak it by faith. We activate negative things by speaking negative things. Negative words. We activate it. We activate the Word of God by speaking the Word of God. So if I, if you ever tell me something and I, and I said, and I say, but you're healed. Don't think I'm preaching to you. I'm called to encourage. We're all called to encourage. Amen? When you're dealing with something, well, I just you'll be okay. You're going to make it. I don't know what I'm thinking. You have the mind of Christ dwelling in you, rich through all understanding. Amen? I'm not, I haven't been perfect at it, but I'm working at it. 
is when something, someone says something, I encourage them. Well, I've been feeling this way. You're healed in Jesus' name. Because sometimes we've got to remind each other. You go into a battle, sometimes we forget. We go into the battle, and the enemy's attacking our mind. We're trying to figure out what's going on. The enemy's attacking our mind. We know what's going on. We know what the Word says. And when others receive from the Holy Spirit, pray for your brother, pray for your sister. They're dealing with something. You pray for them. Sister Gata don't know this. But here a few weeks ago, I shared it on our messenger. Holy Spirit says, be in prayer for Galen Craig. It may not have been nothing. It may not be nothing, but... If she went through, her and Craig went through something, it may be a physical situation, whatever. He said, be in prayer for them. What is taking place in the Philippines by the Spirit is taking place here. And He will attack the loved ones. Pastor is on assignment. And everyone here is on assignment. She's on assignment. Craig's on assignment. Everyone that's teaching is on assignment. If the Holy Spirit gives you something to minister, by God, minister it. As I was, you know, thinking on what the minister, he gave me this. Let me tell you something. It's not who I am, it's just I'm the delivery person. Okay? Before we even came into 2018, there was battles. We've seen battles the whole month of January, but we're not giving the devil glory. Amen? I encourage you today. You've done all you know to do to stand. Stand. Because God's going to see you through.